0: Hey, football fans! It's Angela and Suzanne back this week, recapping Week Ten and starting into Week Eleven games. It was a great Week Ten. Lots of great games. I was flipping back and forth a lot. Yeah, so many great games.
1: I yeah we we kept up with the scores and um, you know j- then just being able to look at all the scores. I know that Alabama beat LSU by 14 points, but besides that, that was the biggest gap. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about if anybody played someone they knew they were going to beat. We can use the word cupcake or whatever. (laughs) But I'm talking about the the real games. There weren't a lot of blowouts, a lot of very competitive games, I think, which made it a fun football Saturday. It was, sure. and the, the Kimballs were at. We went to the, the Missouri game. We went to the Georgia-Missouri game. Yes, whole lot of fun.
0: So, why don't you, you want to go ahead and talk about that game? Sure, sure. Um, yes, we went to the
1: um, Georgia versus Missouri game. It was a fun, fun game. Packed out stadium. Very important game. All these SEC yes. games coming down to the wire to decide who's going to be able to go to the SEC championship so they all are big. Um, and this one was, um, first of all, I just want to say hats off to Missouri because they are an excellent, excellent football team. They, they are, are good this year, Suzanne. They are tough, like on both lines of scrimmage, in all the positions. Um, they play hard, and they're very, very tough.
0: Um, they're 7-2 and two now.
1: Yes, they had only lost one game. So when they, they came were to uh, they only lost one game. That was by, that was Georgia's toughest game. That was their hardest game that they have had, and it wasn't pretty at times. But I'm just so proud of the Georgia Bulldogs because when they needed to make plays, they gritted it out and they made the plays. And how about our freshman field goal kicker? that kicked a 48-yard field goal, his Woo! longest of the entire year to sort of seal the game because it was sort of neck and neck and when he kicked that field goal, I think everybody just sort of took a deep breath like okay, it's going to be okay. So, hats off to Peyton Woodring for kicking that 48-yard field goal. Um, he is he is doing great right now. He started out a little wobbly, but he is he's killing it. Good. Anyway, great game. Proud of Georgia. And they have another big test this week and next week. It just,
0: whew, it is a... you are loaded on the back end. like It I said is, yes.
1: These are some hard,
0: hard games, but that's what the SEC is all about. Okay, so, so the final score was the Ge- final score. Georgia 30 and Missouri 21. Yeah, it was a close... It was a... It was 10
1: to 10 at halftime. It was a battle. It was a battle. <laughs> that is a good way to describe it. It was a battle back and forth, um, but... Very, it uh, I'm just proud of them. This is a bulldog team that they've had to battle this year, but they do it, and they, and then they win. They find a way to win. Yep, that's that's,
0: that's the, what elite teams do. Is they find a way to
1: win. They find a way.
0: Now let's talk about the big man run. I loved oh,
1: that. Oh, Nazir Stackhouse. Um, our, that was you know what the the field goal that play by Nazir. He is a defensive lineman. He weighs 320 pounds. <laughs> And he just put his hands up, and uh, one of the Georgia players had gone in and pressured Brady Cook, the Missouri quarterback, and so it made him sort of do an – his throw was not accurate because he was being pressured. And he threw it, and our big defensive lineman – I mean, it just fell right <laughs> on – it was <laughs> like he was standing there. And it fell, came right to him, he caught it, and he had the wherewithal to – Turn around and run to try and get a touchdown, and it was just—it was the highlight. The whole stadium erupted, and everybody—it was so loud. Everybody was cheering him on, and you could tell <laughs> I was he, was he was trying to go as fast as he could, and I think he thought he was going as fast. I mean, and I know that he was, but it was—it was, it was just—I'm so proud of him. And it's his—he said he's been playing football since he was six years old. And it's the first time he's ever intercepted a ball. And he said <laughs> he said it was a dream come true. And so I just I thought that was so well,
0: cool. Tell him for what him. he said about how he thought he was going fast. Oh what? yeah, he said I could have sworn I was going twenty
1: miles per hour on the GPS. Um, and I think Coach Smart had to correct him and say, well, maybe if you were on a bike or in a car. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he was going his very fast. Fi- it know, was as fast as he could, but. He, and And he got tackled like on the four yard line and you know, all that. But anyway, just they called it
0: back, but I I watched it, I was it was so funny because it was almost like watching somebody in slow motion run. (laughs) I loved it. You don't get to see the the actual line, defensive line people carry a ball too often. No,
1: they never get that kind (laughs) of you know. So he was just having such a good time with that. I loved Um, that. But that was but it was also a huge play in the game. It completely stop Missouri they were driving that stopped their drive we got that field goal that long field goal but all those events put together that was a big turning
0: point in that game it really was so um yes I was biting my nails a little bit on that game for yes for Georgia and I I have a feeling
1: this week's gonna be the same way but
0: anyway it was a great game I watched it I enjoyed it Um, I did too and yay on the Clemson game Yeah, I really didn't know about this one. I picked Clemson, of course, because I'm not going to pick against my team. But Clemson beat Notre Dame at Clemson, 31 to 23. So, whew. Thank you, Tyler from Spartanburg. That's what – I
1: I sent Angela a message when I was kept keeping up with the score, and I said, I think Tyler from Spartanburg has lit a fire under he Dabo did. Sweeney.
0: Well, so here's what Phil Moffa said. He had a great game. Um, Phil Moffa is one of our offensive players. He's a tailback, and he had a fabulous game. He ran for 186 well, yards, and let's 36 say, carries. Let's say this too, though, and this is even
1: more hats off to Clemson, is your starting – Running back, Will Shipley. Will Shipley, yeah. He was hurt. He was out. He didn't get to play. So they won without one of their star players. Yeah,
0: Will Shipley is definitely a star. Um, But Phil Moffa said, it's tough about the call from Tyler from Spartanburg because some of the commentators were like, oh, that really didn't have anything to do with it. That blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, no, I think it did because he said, it's tough because there's no one that loves us more. Than Coach Sweeney does. I personally take it personal. I know a lot of guys do too. So we had to bring it all today. See, so it made them mad. They were mad for Coach Sweeney. Well, so, and it's
1: going. Vi- it was going viral. So everybody, including the Clemson players, of, yeah, course, of course, heard that call.
0: Yeah, they heard it. Even on the college recap this week, the college they were like, "Take that, Tyler from Spartanburg." <laughs> It was funny. Like, everybody is talking about Tyler from Sparenberg. So, anyway, I think he fired him up. So, um, anyway, it was a good game. We held him, I thought, at the, at the end. Dabo Sweeney became the winningest Clemson coach in history with 166 wins, passing Frank Howard. Um, so, that was him. a big day for him. Absolutely. Another great player. Jeremiah Trotter did a great had a great day with um, – He had a pick six. He had two sacks and 11 tackles. And we had eight scholarship players out, eight starting players out, uh, including Will Shipley. So, anyway, it was a great game. Um, I thought we did a great job handling Notre Dame. Keeping The defense did a great job. Our offense is still not looking great, but the defense did amazing. Um, Well, and when you're playing all those younger
1: players because you've got some hurt players – Wow, that is like building your depth. That is building your future. That is yep. That is that's the way to do it. It's good.
0: It, that that will help your team too. So, yeah. So, I'm excited. We're going to the Georgia Tech game this weekend. So, we'll keep it up, Clemson. Let's yes. Keep it up. Yes, that will be Somebody good. Somebody said Tyler needs to call in every week. <laughs> I
1: was like, Maybe. Hey, it could be <laughs> Joe this week. It could be <laughs>
0: Ralph, Ralph from, Greenville. from <laughs> Yeah, Who knows? <laughs> okay, so another game that was an interesting game um, was Ohio State at Rutgers. I think that was Ohio State's number one. Rutgers is not ranked. Um, it was seven to six at halftime. Seven to Unbelievable. six.
1: Unbelievable. But they
0: Ohio State pulled away and beat them thirty-five to sixteen. Rutgers isn't terrible this year. They have they're a six and three record. Um, another struggle, a struggle win Kansas State versus Texas. Oh, yes, Texas is ranked seventh, Kansas State 23. Final score was Texas 33, Kansas State 30 in overtime. In overtime by three, and that was that was a controversial ending because um, Kansas State went for a touchdown instead of kicking a field goal and if they had kicked a field goal and gotten it they would have gone into second overtime but you know some coaches like to go for it and apparently the Kansas State did and anyway they missed the touchdown and lost the game 30 to 33 right
1: that's one of those things if they had gotten the touchdown it would have been a hero. He call. would have been a hero and wonderful. But I know that you get all those questions when you don't get the touchdown. Yes. So, um, anyway, it's one of those, you know, Kansas State played a heck of a game to take it even to that point right. and give Texas that kind of game. So what a game.
0: Did we already talk about LSU Alabama? We have not. Okay. We, we mentioned them, I think. But um, So that was a close game for the first half. Yes. I mean, it was back and forth and back and forth and back. It was like watching a tennis match. I thought whoever is ends up with the ball is going to win. Yes. Back, forth, back, forth. Everybody was scoring. That changed in the second half. In Alabama. Well, in a- Alabama.
1: Broke away. That I think this is where, again, where the really good coaches – Coaching matters. Oh, yeah. Yes, you have to have the players, of course, but coaching matters. And the coaches that can go in at halftime after they've watched the first half of what's going on and they see patterns of things going on, but they can go in at halftime and make some adjustments <laughs> The adjustments, formation yes. You know, like bringing another defensive lineman. Instead of just having three or four, you bring another one up because maybe they're running too much on you and you want to stop the run or – putting in another defensive back because they're burning you on passes. But the coaches that can really make those adjustments are just the ones that win the games. And um, Nick Saban is a master at it. He's the GOAT. He he knows the game, and he's got people around him
0: that help him. He's very good at making those adjustments. Yes, he is. And it didn't hurt – And we're going to talk about this more later, but the LSU quarterback who's so good and is on the Heisman list
1: got hurt
0: and had to go out. And that didn't help. Oh, no. So, anyway, they lost. LSU lost 28 to 42. But we're going to talk about that hit a little bit later. Um, Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. And I figured out what it's called because last week we couldn't remember. It's Bedlam. The Bedlam. So Big rivalry. It's a rivalry, and Oklahoma was nine. Oklahoma State was 22. Oklahoma went down to Oklahoma State.
1: Yep, they sure did. Now, another very close game, 27-24. Right.
0: So, there's another really good one for you. Um, that's the last game of that rivalry for a while because Oklahoma's going to the SEC. That's true. Very true. So, anyway, um, that was a good game.
1: Washington beat usc at usc 52 to 42
0: another 100 point game so gosh
1: <laughs> i'll tell you what in the big 12 out i mean uh, Pac 12 they're scoring some points
0: so um that was not an upset but that was usc i think a lot of people thought might come out and win that one right and that was close all the way to the end another it was it went down to the wire they did not
1: like, pull ahead a little bit until the fourth quarter. Good grief. Yeah, so that was a close one, too. But, now those were some good games. And Weekend. then Texas
0: A&M and Ole Miss, another super oh, close Oh, yes, game. that was another very close one. Ole Miss ended up pulling it out 38 to 35. In, so, the, in the last – they scored a touchdown with one minute, 40 seconds to go. So that went really down close to the wire. Wow. So, yeah, a lot of great – a lot of great games last week. Um so on our what happened, you want to go ahead and talk about that. That the LS we we picked this week for our what happened segment was the hit on the LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels and Alabama player Dallas Turner hit Jaden Daniels and it put Jaden Daniels out of the game. So and Jaden yes. Daniels is a Heisman favorite and has been ever since the beginning of the year. And the the ref called roughing the kicker. Some people roughing the passer. I'm sorry, roughing yeah, the passer. Right. Um, But some analysts thought it should have been targeting. Um, So that was kind of controversial.
1: Oh, it would be. Um, Believe me, as a Georgia fan, we've been through this. Um, That was the whole thing that happened last year when Georgia played Ohio State and our defensive player hit one of their receivers in the end zone, forced him to drop the pass. He didn't get the touchdown, knocked their player out of the game. And they went back and forth, but when they reviewed it, and when they review, they're going to like a main headquarters kind of office. Okay. It's not just the refs on the field. It's not just the refs on the field. You've got refs that are assigned to that to review that game also. And they're they're looking at things from a lot of different angles. They can slow things down. So when they definitely looked at that play. They looked at that play and um, it it was roughing the passer because he'd gotten rid of the ball and you cannot hit the quarterback after they get rid of the football and, you know, Mm -hmm. and he did. So that was a good call for roughing the passer. It was one of those bang, bang kind of plays. So it's hard for us as uh, spectators right away. You think targeting because it was very close, you know. But if you really look at the replay, a lot of it was shoulder driven um, and it was it was a hard hit. No one can dispute that. It was very hard. And, you know. But, you know, unless the review team just did a horrible job, I mean, they looked at it. Yeah, so they reviewed it. It's you know, you can have clean hits in football that are hard. They're just hard, dangerous hits, even if it's clean and legal. If yeah. that makes sense, it's a and, it's a tough game. Yeah, and so people get hurt, even even when defenders hit and tackle and everything the right way, people are still going to get hurt, right? Because it is a rough game. So, um, you know, I understand that's concerning. Um, I know Jaden Daniel. I know he has a concussion.
0: Oh, and that's you terrible. Know, I hope he's probably so I going to be hope, out the rest of the season. I don't
1: know. It just depends how bad it is. You know, sometimes they're out for a week, sometimes they're out for a month. You just don't know. So, um, anyway,
0: um, well, I hope, I hope he gets, to see anybody I hope he gets, gets better because he's a great player. And, you know, I hate to see him, these great quarterbacks, any great player, go down.
1: I do too. I, I do know. too. I don't like to see all these young people get hurt. I, you know, one thing I, in the Georgia game, one of our best defensive players. He's sort of the quarterback of the defense. He broke his arm in that game. Oh my gosh! He, I didn't see that. Well, it was at the end of the third quarter, and he just ran off the field because it was his arm. So he just got up and ran off the field, but they took him straight back to. And sure enough, um, he on um, the the lower arm, the femur, is that what it's oh. called, or the oh. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it um, he uh, he broke his arm. Oh so, you know, it, I'm just bringing that up because just to show that it is a dangerous game. Yeah, it is. And even the defenders, when they hit that hard, they can get
0: hurt. I yeah. mean, you know, themselves. So, Oh, goodness. So, next segment, Players of the Week. All right. Well, who are yours, Angela? Oh, I'm going to be a homer this week. That's, you can a be. a homer last week. I'm going to be a homer well, this week. I'm half homer this week. So, I picked Jeremiah Trotter. Um, who was a Clemson player. I think I already mentioned this. He had an interception and ran for a touchdown, a pick six, is what we call, two sacks and 11 tackles. And Phil Moffa had an amazing game also, 186 yards and 36 carries. And from the other teams, though, I picked Dylan Johnson, who's a running back for Washington. His stats were 256 rushing yards, the most in a Washington game since 2010. Amazing. And I had somebody ask me, Suzanne, what does it, what does, what do rushing yards mean? Rushing yards are the running yards.
1: When you're running back, how many yards did you run for that day?
0: It's not passing. No, it's, it's rushing. I don't know why they don't call it running yards, but they call it rushing yards. They call it rushing <laughs> yards. Yes, they do. And but it's yeah, it's
1: totally on the ground running um, is what that yardage is. And you know when you get a hundred. Running backs probably would consider it a successful day if they get a hundred yards in a game. Like, that's a good day. That's a good. You yeah. want to you want to make a hundred. So this guy got two hundred well,
0: fifty six. 256. Well, remember this is the hundred point game, the Washington game. Wasn't that the game No, they,
1: no uh, this was Didn't they score like a ton of points? 52. In the, 52 to 42. 52. So yeah. that was a high score yes, game. Yes,
0: yes. So they were running a lot. <laughs> they, were they were scoring, scoring a, a lot. Bunch. Yes. Running a lot on that field. Yeah. But okay, that's so who a good did you game. pick this week? All
1: right. I picked I picked the Oklahoma State running back. Um, his name is Ollie Gordon the second. The second. And he rushed not to not like the other guy over here but he did rush for 137 yards which is a solid game right and he had two touchdowns and um i think he was a big part of helping oklahoma state beat oklahoma yes. so i picked him and then i picked good old nazir Stackhouse house of georgia the defensive lineman that intercepted that pass because it really was a pivotal play in the game and He's never had one before, and it was just a big deal to him. So
0: the big man run.
1: The big man run. Nazir. The <laughs> they call him Nas. So um, yeah, Nas got the interception. Good for him.
0: Yeah, that was that was a great play. All right. Now, do we want to talk about the CFP rankings? Okay. All right. Last night the college football playoff committee met and they announced the the top teams in the college football playoff rankings. We've said they're coming out every Tuesday
1: night. So last night was the second time. Right. Second rankings. Pretty much the top eight stayed the same. Okay. So we still have Ohio State at one, Georgia two, Michigan three, Florida State four, Washington five. Those are the five undefeated teams. Right. Okay, then you get into number six, Oregon, six, Texas, seven, Alabama, eight, Mississippi, nine, Penn State, 10, Louisville, 11, Oregon State, 12, Tennessee, 13. Tennessee moving up. They really did move up a bunch. Four, they moved up four. Wow, Missouri dropped to 14, um, Oklahoma State, 15. They went up seven. Wow, Kansas 16, Oklahoma 17. They dropped eight. Utah 18, LSU 19, Notre Dame 20, and so on.
0: Yeah, Arizona. (laughs) All the way
1: down. But um, so
0: anyway. So, um, So the Oregon through Louisville are all eight and one. That's number six through number 11 or all the eight and one teams. And there's some discussion among people about who should be where should Texas be above Oregon should or should Alabama be in the mix. Um, it'll work itself out, I think, as, the, as oh, the weeks go on. Listen,
1: it absolutely will. You know, first of all, um, let's see. Um, well, we know that Michigan and Ohio State have to play each other. They de- they're going to be playing each other. Michigan has to play Penn State this weekend. Who is number ten? Um, you know, Florida State still has some games left. Um, yeah, you know now Alabama itself. sitting at number eight. I know we think they're down at number eight, but now they do play Kentucky this week. But then they've That's got they've got like a. Cupcake next week, and then they play Auburn at the end, and Auburn's down. So Alabama pretty much is going to finish probably where they are. Um, So, um, but, no, all these,
0: you know,
1: Tennessee's got a couple hard games left. Missouri and Tennessee play this weekend. I know Um,
0: that's a big one. So
1: that'll be a big one. Uh, Georgia and Ole Miss play this weekend. That's a big one because that's two playing nine. So,
0: Mm -hmm. It could it could change, and the question, the big question is, I think, will Alabama jump Texas because Texas beat Alabama at Alabama, and if they remain eight and one, I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think they're going to. But it's they gonna, shouldn't. It's
1: going to come down to see. It'll be interesting. It's just going to be interesting. I don't even know if we can go over all these scenarios right now. But I'm telling you, if Alabama were to win the SEC with one loss. That's going to be hard to keep them out. No, but I think they will be kept out if these other teams, you know, if you have an undefeated Washington that wins the Pac-12. They have to win the Pac-12. You have, say Michigan goes on, and you have an undefeated Michigan that wins the Big Ten. Yep. They'll be in. Um, they'll be in. You have an undefeated Florida State that wins the ACC. They should be in. They should be in. Wait, There's if three. Alabama
0: wins the SEC, that means they'll beat Georgia. That's right. I'm I'm doing scenarios. Yeah, that would be hard. That that'll yeah, be, but that'll I'll, be a hard game. Well, I'm doing
1: scenarios right now though of how the SEC could get left out. Oh yeah, because totally. if you've got Alabama winning the SEC and they have that one loss. And Texas wins with that one loss, and then the committee looks at the head-to-head. Texas will go. Alabama will not. Well,
0: uh, that's how it should be, Suzanne. But a lot of people feel like the committee has a lot of favoritism for certain teams. A lot of people feel like they have a a bias to the Big Ten. Um, I've heard that. I don't know. Well, they'll get in. The Big Ten will get in. I don't know about it. It seems like Alabama finds a way (laughs) somewhere. Well, I just think when
1: you, if you really, because head-to-head is a big deal, yeah. And if they, if everything else is equal, they've both won their conference championships but they played earlier, that head-to-head
0: will come back to haunt. In Suzanne and Angela's college football playoff committee, we would pick Texas above them because it's head-to-head. I would. But because I don't know the, right if the committee to, will do It's the that. right thing to do. Plus, I think Texas's strength of schedule is, is better than Alabama's on, on the mm-hmm. rankings that they give the strength of schedules. So for our listeners, they actually rank the strength of schedules. So, And that's one of the things the committee says they look at. Um mm-hmm. So, anyway, it's interesting. It's going to be gonna very be interesting. interesting
1: as we move along um, and see, and it, you know. That's right. It's going to be what it's going to be. So,
0: so, all right, we're going to pick week 11 games. Okay. So, we've got some good good games coming up. I don't think we're picking this one, but Clemson plays Georgia Tech at Clemson. Um, the Carson fam is going. Philip is going. Landon is going. Phil and Angela are going. <laughs> Every... All the Carson fam except Mary Claire did not want to go, but and Katie's coming. Go. Phillips' girlfriend, Katie's coming. There you go. She's borrowing one of my Clemson. She asked if she if I had an extra Clemson sweatshirt. <laughs> I said, I think I might have several.
1: I, I might. I, I might can dig up one.
0: about five or ten. <laughs> so anyway. Probably I'm some earrings
1: and something I else to go have, with it. Yes. Too. Probably have a lot of things you could wear. Oh. Okay, the first game we are picking is a Big Ten game, Michigan at Penn State.
0: And Michigan's number three.
1: Penn State is
0: ranked 11. Yes. Um, At Penn State, ooh, gosh.
1: Now, this one is. I got the other one wrong when I was talking about Ohio State and Penn (laughs) State. I don't know why. But, yes, Penn State can be loud for sure. Oh,
0: dear. I don't want to pick Michigan. I know. I'm gonna pick Penn State. Go for it. Either. That's a I know that's not super likely, but let me I wrote down some notes on who Michigan has played. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, who used to be good but no good now. No. Minnesota, no good now. Indiana, Michigan State, who used to be good, no good now. And Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> their, their strength of schedule on the Sports Illustrated ranking is 51, and on the Power Rankings Guru, it's 70. So that's really bad. No, this is
1: their first big test.
0: I know. This We're is. We're on
1: week 11. We're on week 11. This is their first big so, test. I
0: mean, and maybe they're great. It's just hard to know because they haven't played a single I think team. they are a
1: very, very talented team, but this will be their first big test. Yeah all right well i'm so picking penn state penn you,
0: state don't let me down bring out those uh, white towels and be waving them around they, they have
1: those white pom-poms going like crazy in that stadium you know what i think
0: i'm gonna pick penn state with you Woo! let's just pick penn state oh and as an aside susie and guess who has the number one strength of schedule it's an you i was surprised i don't know south carolina oh okay <laughs> Well, they play Georgia. They play a lot of hard teams. They play Tennessee. Clemson, Tennessee. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Number one. They play Missouri. Yep. Yeah. They have a hard schedule. Okay. Um. All right. Alabama plays at Kentucky. Yes. I'm going to have to go with Alabama.
1: I'm I'm picking Bama too. I really think they're
0: that could I be a game, but they're getting on a roll know. here. Yeah. No, but because that
1: that's not a trap game for them because the next week they have nobody. So they you know what I mean, like they're not gonna. You
0: don't think they could go in no, there? No, this and is get an upset?
1: SEC game, and see if they win this game, they clinch the West.
0: Okay, this is their well, game. Kentucky if they win is not it. great, but you never know. Well, they're a physical team, so they're not just a just cakewalk.
1: But I really think if Bama goes in there and they're focused and they There's take the key,
0: will they be focused?
1: I think they will because if they win this game, they clinch the West. Okay. So yeah. we'll see Alabama. <clears throat> All right. Then we have Miami at Florida state.
0: Okay. I'm going to pick Florida state cause they've been looking good, but I'm telling you Miami is a good team and they, they're inconsistent, but they have a really good team. So I don't know which team is going to show up at Florida state, but it could be a really good game. That could be a, I don't think Miami's ranked right now. Um, wait, they might be anyway. I'm, I'm picking Florida state too. Let me see.
1: Uh, no, they're I, not they're not Florida
0: State's four um but anyway I'm picking Florida State okay um Utah at Washington Utah's 18 yep Washington is five I'm going to pick Washington Utah let me down last time I'm
1: picking Washington too It because it's at Washington yes. and they're playing really well right now all right,
0: Tennessee. Woo, Tennessee travels to
1: Missouri.
0: Tennessee is thirteen this week.
1: They are right there, neck and neck. It's thirteen and fourteen. How about that? Uh, I'm picking uh, Tennessee. I'm picking Tennessee, but that's going to be a close game. I think it is going to be close. I don't even know what to do on this. Um, and the only reason is I've seen. I saw Missouri play, but they I did I've a great Tennessee job against Georgia too.
0: I'm just thinking of the home field. I know that's going to give them an edge. It's going to be a. I think it's going to be a three thirty game.
1: game. It's not going to be a night game. It's going to be a three thirty game.
0: (sighs) I know that's a tough one.
1: I'll pick Tennessee too. We're just going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but it's that's going to be.
0: They may surprise
1: us. Maybe they'll come out and kill them. I don't know. They may come out with their hair on fire. That's right. You never know. Okay, Old Miss is at Georgia and Old Miss is number 9, Georgia is number 2. I am picking the dogs. Well, I'm just this is the this is Georgia's last home game of the year. Because the next week they travel to Tennessee and then the last game of the year they travel to Georgia Tech. I mean, they're in Georgia, they're in Atlanta, but they, uh, they're they away from their home stadium. Right. This is the last Sanford Stadium game. And so this is senior night. I'm just building up the drama. That's what <laughs> I'm doing right here. <laughs> I'm ready to get run through a wall. I got, got a little. Building up the drama. So we have a night game. Woo, a night game. Last game of the year, senior night. I am picking my dogs because all the emotions, and it's a must-win game. It's a must-win game. Because it's an SEC game. If you want to go to the SEC championship, you got to win this one.
0: Now, you may be thinking to yourself, Ole Miss is terrible. Why are they worried? Ole Miss this year is 8-1. Oh, no. Ole Miss is very good. So, it's not a, an easy game no. coming in there. No. I think Georgia all. will handle them, but I think it might be a good game. I think it'll be a four-quarter... Slobber
1: knocker. We're going to need another defensive lineman to step up this week.
0: (laughs) Come on. What's his name? Nazir. 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 Come on, Nazir. Yeah, we got to have another one step up. All right. USC, number 20. Well, I haven't updated these. Well, I've got
1: Florida at LSU and USC
0: at Oregon. All right. What about Florida at LSU? Okay, Florida's not ranked. LSU is 14, and they're going to be at LSU. Yeah. Florida has not played well this year. But they beat Tennessee. They beat some good teams. It's in there somewhere, but I'm going to go. Well, that's the
1: only good win they have. So I'm going to pick LSU. I am too. Because they're at
0: LSU, and also they just Florida. I would like to pick them, but I I just don't think they're going to win that.
1: All right, and then the last one is USC
0: (laughs) at Oregon. I'm picking Oregon. I am too. What is USC ranked this week? Um... I don't even know if they're ranked because they lost last week. Oh, they did they move out of the rankings completely? I think
1: they might have because they've got like three three or four losses. Wow. Surely not. I guess they did. Yep. No, they're so, not the not golden
0: team is not ranked this week. Okay,
1: so Oregon, we're both. They're still a good Oregon. team, though. Yes. But I'm
0: picking Oregon. They are. Oregon's still at number six. Yes, they are. All right. Um, okay. Oh, we had a couple of things on Football Chatter to talk about that were kind of fun. Okay. Um, Suzanne sent me a picture of the Purdue mascot this week. Purdue played Michigan.
1: Yes, Purdue played Michigan. And we have mentioned on our podcast the Michigan sign-stealing controversy and, you know, all the allegations against Michigan for all the sign-stealing. And so people are having just a lot of fun with all of that. Yes. But the Purdue mascot dressed up like he was disguising himself um, in an Ohio. And they're called the Boilermakers. So not this really is sure like a, is. yeah, it's like a bird walking around. <laughs> I don't
0: know is that a A
1: No, but their mascot looked <laughs> like a bird. You know, he had like a big yellow. Anyway, it, uh, he was dressed up in a Florida Ohio State. Ohio State bathrobe. Like that like was a disguise. His, like his disguise, and he had a big old camera and he was over on the sideline pretending it, like he was filming. On the Michigan sideline. Yes, he was. <laughs> it was, it was during the game. During the Michigan game. I it thought was that was hysterical.
0: funny. It, it was so funny. And our Tigers wore Michigan T shirts last week. Like they were, you know, pretending to scout for Michigan. Oh yeah! So no, everybody's that, been having fun with the sign stealing. Book. Oh my gosh! Yes, that is. But just that's not a so. funny thing. We don't know what the we don't know what the punishment's going to be. There's been a lot of chatter. Oh no! I guess it was a man. It was. I don't know why I said it a bird. It looks like a bird. It was no. It, well,
1: he's like got a, some kind of
0: hard hat on. Yeah. No, it, it's some kind of. I don't even know. It's like a hard hat. He's a boilermaker. I guess he's working in the. Boiler room. I guess. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. But he's got a hard hat on. But he's got an Ohio State
1: bathrobe, and he's got a camera—a big, a giant big, camera, big like yeah, like
0: the old VC of the old camcorders. I mean, and camcorders. you can see all these
1: Michigan fans right behind him. Yeah,
0: but he's down on the sidelines. It was just—it was so. Fun. I think even the Michigan people thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. But anyway, they haven't—they haven't decided what's going to happen with Michigan yet. I think they're trying to—they're doing the investigation. So that's TBD. It's right. That is exactly right. So anyway, that all right, right, football fans. Well, I hope you have a great weekend watching football and go Tigers and go Dogs.